Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Justice is Served, we talk Jordan Edwards' killer indicted, 40 Glock nabbed, and more celebrity legal news. Stay tuned for more. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Justice is served. Hey, what's up, legal fans? We got a little Vic Mensa playing in the background. We'll discuss that case and more celebrity legal news today. Again, my name is Shaka Smith. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. I'm joined here by my wonderful co-host, Yemi Abayemi. Where can they find you? Yemi Abayemi. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Yemiem. That was pretty good pronunciation, right? Not so much. <laughs> but I'm used to it, and I'll gladly correct, 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 until we get it right. Well, that's good. I'll have to work on it. Um, well, we had a spate of uh, a lot of different legal news, but I guess we'll start with um, some of the more positive or somewhat positive ones. Um, Jordan Edwards' killer indicted. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we talked about it earlier. Uh, Jordan Edwards was the, the young kid at a party where the police were called. He and several friends were in a car that was driving away from the police, and uh, he was shot and killed. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, this was, a, a, you know, some good news to hear. Uh, obviously, this is just that he's only been indicted. We haven't uh, gone through a trial or yeah. um, any sorts of convictions or anything like that, but I think it's at least a first step. Um, initially, in this case, this was Jordan Edwards. He was a young kid, I think about 14 years old, had gone to a party. Um, there was loud music. Him and his uh, some siblings and friends decided to leave the party yeah. as responsible, <laughs> <laughs> responsible, uh, you know, responsible for such a young age, actually. Um, decided to leave the party... And Jordan Edwards was struck through the passenger side window. Um, And initially in the police report, Roy Oliver had said that uh, the kids were driving towards him aggressively and he feared for his life and uh, therefore shot. Um, But then it it came to light, I think, via his body cam? they were driving away from that him. they were yeah. driving away from him and you know it's possible that there, that there wasn't really a reason for him to fear for his life or to shoot into a car that was leaving yeah i was uh the, the prosecutor here seemed uh i guess he had arrested and charged him um before they even went to the grand jury mm-hmm. um with a couple of counts of i think was assault with a deadly weapon um used by a police officer so it was actually kind of heartwarming in a way to hear the prosecutor be so vigorous about this and um the way that that their office is going to prosecute this case yeah, no, they seemed very um, much wanting to kind of reassure the public that, you know, we're not trying to brush anything under the rug. We're not trying to hide anything. We want to be transparent, and we want to make sure that the interest of justice is served, whatever that outcome may be. But we're going to do a full investigation and um, and, and make sure that whatever justice is, that that comes to light. Yeah, I think it, it's just it's positive to actually hear that from a, from a DA's office, and I think it goes a long way for community relations, so... Yeah, and I and I like the fact. I mean, the the charges are not just aggravated assault, but he's also been hit with a murder charge. Yeah. So they're not really playing games yeah, or anything like that. They're not watering it down. Exactly. Um, well, more celebrity um, celebrity legal news now. We have a, a spate, uh, a roundup. <laughs> uh, we got Aaron Carter, 40 Glock, Venus Williams, Ryan Lochte, Vic Mensa. Um, so actually, we'll go to Venus Williams because I guess you know we're going to continue. I, we had talked last week about how zealous the lawyer seemed to be on the other side, and it obviously came to light. It seems like he now wants, um, in the in the wake of finding out she was lawfully in an inter- intersection, he wants phone records to see whether or not she was on the phone, even though cops had concluded at the time in the police report that the phone played no role in this accident. That's true, but I actually don't know how 
did the cops conclude that that wasn't at issue? I mean, did they have access to the cell phone records? Did they have video footage? Did she just verbally say that the phone wasn't involved? I was minding my own business and stuck in the intersection. Um, so I actually never really understood how they came to that conclusion. Yeah. The video that has come out now, and I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but in the video that's come out now, you see Venus Williams driving down the road, and you know her arm is on the side of the no, window. Her, her window, window is down. Yeah. And her arm. So it's possible that she could have been talking on a cell phone at the time, but I, I know as I drive, I constantly kind of put my arm out the window or lean my arm, yeah. and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm on the phone, and I think even with the video footage, you still can't see you, her hand. And they've slowed it down to even look, and you can't see. You can't see anything, but as you mentioned, uh, the attorney for... The deceased, uh, he's he is being very aggressive and, and wants to see not only uh, phone records but any any mobile devices that may have been in yeah. the car. And, uh, you would imagine she's probably got several phones, but perhaps her number, so she can just provide <laughs> anyone. But um, and then they also want to get her how many medications she may have taken seventy two hours prior. I thought this lawyer is really trying to latch onto something here. What do you think about that? I think you, you well, you know, as lawyers, we're meant to be zealous advocates for our clients, <laughs> and I guess maybe in that's that's what he. Is doing, I think in this in this case, you have a you have a tragedy where someone's lost their life. You have a a widow now, and then you also have a uh, defendant with very deep pockets. And I think it might be a stretch, and they might be pulling and grasping at straws, but they're going to grasp and see what they can do. And the more they um, kind of put pressure on her in that way, you know what? Sometimes to just make it a go away, you might just want to go ahead and settle to put it behind you. You don't want to drag things out. Or sometimes, you know, you might want to say, no, I'm not going to, if I let myself do this once or let someone kind of drag me into this once, people will continuously do this and I'm going to use this as a point to, like, stand up for myself and yeah. um, defend myself. So maybe it goes forward, maybe it doesn't, but... Yeah, it seems like he's, he's reaching, you know, as lawyers, we can't guarantee any outcomes. I wonder if he said, hey, this one's in the bag, but we'll get this one, and now he's kind of scrambling. I, I think <laughs> to the extent that you harass the defense... People, I think people, one, with money... Um, they don't want to be dragged down in, no. into lawsuits. It's it's a waste of their time, and sometimes you just want to throw money at the problem and make it make it go away. Yeah. So I think to the extent that these people can kind of pester, 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 and okay, I want phone records, I I want medications, I want no. to know where you were going, I want you know everything. Yeah, and the judge may not approve it, approve it all. The judge may say, look, you, you you've had enough. Now you're reaching. You're going beyond. You know what I believe is reasonable. So. Um, we'll see where this ends up, but it look, it's looking good for Venus, I guess. Yeah, yeah, when I saw the when I saw the video, at first I was just like, how could an accident like this happen based off of the description that I read? Yeah. When I saw the videos, I mean that that car was coming at a pretty good clip into yeah. into into Venus's car. So the videos kind of to me helped Venus's case more so than the estates. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what happens there. We'll certainly uh if there's a resolution finally we'll bring uh, we'll bring that to to the story, to the um to the show. Um now we also have uh Aaron Carter who's been in the news uh, uh, <laughs> you know out of the blue. <laughs> I hadn't heard his name in quite some time. But um it seems like over the weekend in in a bizarre story really. Um he was seen driving down I was it, believe it was Georgia. He's in uh, a city outside of Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, so he's in Georgia, and he's driving down, I guess somewhat erratically or what have you, but he pulls over to an auto zone, and he initially says to get a tire, a tire, it was a flat tire to get a tire, but AutoZone doesn't sell tires or do realignments. He, yeah, so yeah. he he was there. There, uh, the police department's in ha Habersham County. It's, it's about ninety miles outside of Atlanta, and I think he had a show in like Kansas, 
Well, I, I don't, well, he had a show somewhere that yeah. night. But for whatever reason, he was driving 90 miles outside of Atlanta, and people had called in reporting a vehicle that had been swerving yeah. uh, on the roads. And so at some point, he pulled into this auto zone, um, and the cops found the car there and you know arrested yeah. him for... Uh, DUI and possession possession of marijuana, and also with the girlfriend Madison, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she also had some uh, drug related charges. His excuse was that no, I wasn't swerving. I'm yeah. completely sober. But the the car the alignment of the car is well the the car is out of alignment, yeah. and that's why I came to this auto zone, and that's why I was swerving. Yeah, and he wanted them to. I, I guess he said he was looking for a tire for them to fix the alignment, but they don't even do that. So, and, and they was, were saying that I mean his feet were or his legs were shaking, his yeah. eyes were bloodshot. He was talking to himself and couldn't really hold himself up straight. So he looked to be under the influence yeah. of something, and he and he refused. Uh, um, I guess a DUI. I mean, not a DUI, but he refused um, to be tested. Okay. Yeah, and so, um, and then I guess he came out with this whole statement. Did you, did you, you get a chance to look at the statement that he came out with? <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually, I... In I, the third person, it was. <laughs> oh, wait, was it in the third person? It was person? in the third no, person. No, no, I didn't, I, I just assumed someone wrote it. No, uh, no, 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 I think, I thought, I just thought someone from his staff released a statement. Well, yeah, I mean, it, apparently the internet was a buzz that it was him writing in his note on his iPhone, and then he posted it in the third person. Oh, interesting. I didn't. I, I just assumed it was someone handling his Twitter yeah. account. But and so I, it started a little bit of a, a familial row between Aaron and Nick Carter. Well, it, yeah. So I was reading the, in, on Twitter that uh, Nick Carter had posted, and I, I rolled my eyes when I saw it. Nick Carter had posted a note saying, you know, I love you. I'm here for you. If you need anything, help, help me. And as soon as I read that, I thought... Why are you posting this on social media? If anything, call your brother yeah. and let him know these things. But why are you yeah. why are you posting it? And then I I mean I appreciated Aaron's response. He was like, if you cared, you would call oh, me. Oh, so you missed you missed the other back and forth then. So oh. Nick, <laughs> so apparently Nick's wife also um, after that tweeted that they didn't have his number and to have Madison give them the number, which Nick retweeted. So I guess they they didn't have his phone number. But hopefully, familial, um, fami- family-wise, everything will work out. But it looks like um, these charges are going to stick because they did find the marijuana. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so. and then you know the visual evidence as well. Yeah, the mugshot. Um, I, I, unfortunately, we don't have it here, but the mugshot. He certainly looked quite out of it. <laughs> so, uh, hope- to say the least. But he did a tearful sort of interview on Entertainment Tonight, and you know he said he doesn't have a drug problem and everything's fine, and you know he he's just been suffering from the anxiety and he smoked the marijuana six hours before. So did so- he specifically say I don't have a drug problem omitting that he might have an alcohol problem? He said he barely drinks. He said he said you know he gets ill when he drinks, so he might have a sip here or two, but he can barely barely enjoy an IPA. So he um, says he wasn't under the influence at all, or does he admit that he was under the influence of marijuana? No, he's, but- I believe he said he smoked the marijuana six to seven hours prior to driving. Which, that, know. that is, I don't know, if, if a photo can say a thousand words and that photo looked like he was under the influence. Yeah, we'll make sure we put it up if we have any updates next week so people can make their own judgments. Um, but it, it does look like the marijuana charge will probably will definitely stick. So, um, And then 40 Glock now. Um, this was an, another interesting another interesting case. You, you hear you are a successful uh, up-and-coming rapper, and you're nabbed in a prostitution ring back in February. Um, tell us a little bit more about this. <laughs> so so I, whenever I read these articles, I always think, wow, people are really out there living some very interesting lives yeah. um, that you, know, you might be surprised to hear about. But yeah, in the case of 40 Glock, uh, he was recently arrested on two counts of 
pros promoting prostitution mm -hmm. and one count of inducement uh, to prostitute uh, inducement to practice prostitution. Yeah. And so basically, what happened in this case is that. Um, an undercover cop had reached out to a woman on a website called Backpage. Backpage. <laughs> Backpage.com. And well, so. Let's not give him too much promotion here. <laughs> True. Uh, and so. Forty Glock had dropped off this lady to meet the um, the client, yeah. and when this woman was dropped off, um, you know the the police officer revealed that he was an undercover cop. But it turned out her Bluetooth was still on, and so uh, at some point, I guess Forty Glock realized that the cover was blown. He he, <laughs> he darted off. They were able to stop the car. And so they arrested him in, in connection with the prostitute. And I, I thought what was interesting is he had several cuts on his hands when they arrested him because he immediately tried to destroy the cell phones by hand so he wouldn't be tracked. So, I mean, he, he's watched I'm a couple like, of spies. That spy doesn't wash away historical data. <laughs> yeah. he what are you a, thinking? He's watched a couple of spy shows, it seems. But um, I don't know. Sometimes the foolishness of these people, it, it floors <laughs> me, but I should, I should just stop being surprised. Yeah, exactly. But it looks like he, he's got uh, definitely some serious charges to look at mm -hmm. here. And mm -hmm. so um, we'll, we'll have to update for you. Just stay on the up and up. I don't yeah. understand these, these artists, rappers, creative people that are just getting into these random... Regardless of what you've been in before, where you've come from, here you are now, right? Yeah, what are you doing? Why are yeah. you involved in this? Yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, and we have Vic Mensa now. Um, so Vic Mensa, this was actually... Uh, I almost felt a little bad for Vic Mensa here. So he gets pulled over in Beverly Hills for um, going through a stop sign or a stoplight. And he's got a concealed weapon with him, which he discloses to the officers. Thankfully, he was not hurt after such disclosure. <laughs> um, and he says he's got a permit, but it turns out the permit from another state. So, unfortunately, that doesn't fly here in California. Right. But I thought, you know, it was fair. he got off fairly easily. He got um, two years of probation, and uh, he can pay a $500 fine. Yeah. And uh, then it will be put behind him. But he uh, otherwise, he would have been facing up to two two years, possibly. Yeah, and if he chooses not to pay the $500 fine, he can certainly opt for two days in jail. But mm -hmm. I think it, he probably has the money. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he'll be good. And I guess in our last case, um, our favorite uh, our favorite American athlete, Ryan Lochte, who caused a little bit of trouble in Rio, um, looks like that case has finally been resolved. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't charged with anything. Um, there was a question of whether he could be... Uh, you know, found guilty of, like, uh, lying to the police or, you know, kind of something in the vein of, like, filing a false police report. Yeah. Um, but what they found was that because he had told his story to the news, it, he was just telling a story and telling yeah. a lie rather than kind of falsely speaking to yeah. police. Because uh, in that case, he remember, he had announced on, on, on air that, you know, he had been robbed at yeah. gunpoint and he was the hero because he tried to stick up for yeah. them. Um, and after that aired, that was when the cops came to him yeah. to start their investigation as to what actually happened. So because he didn't kind of initially go and lie to the police, that was the what tipped the scale in this case. Yeah, interesting, because that wouldn't really fly here, because if you lie to the police, you've lied to the police. It doesn't matter if they initiate the conversation. Uh -huh. um, so I, I didn't think that was an interesting outcome. I wanted to do a little research. I wasn't able to to f figure out if that was, like, typically the way the laws applied or if they found a carve-out for Ryan Lochte. You know, I'm not sure. I just, uh, it, it, and I, and who knows if it was something that they even really wanted to pursue in yeah. depth and if, whether it was actually worth their time. Uh, but uh, either way, I guess the, the main crux being, okay, who did you tell this story to? Did you lie to the police or did you lie to the media? Yeah. Um, 
And so, so, so I, he's got today is his lucky day. So it's but okay I feel like lie. every day is his lucky yeah, day. Yeah, right. It's okay to lie to the media, but uh, as long as the police come calling to you, you know, <laughs> and not the other way around, you're not really filing like a false report. It was a little strange. <laughs> so, well, that's actually all all we have for our little celebrity roundup. Uh, I guess we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Dominique back next week, right? I hope so. So, um, yeah, guys, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. Again, you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AyamYam. Make sure to give us five stars on iTunes and give us some comment love on YouTube. Uh, we'll see you guys later. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.